Morning, Squatchers. It's Jack here with Expedition Sasquatch, the premier podcast for the seekers of truth, those whom dabble in the mysterious, and every damn man, woman, and child that wants to see Bigfoot dead. Now, normally, this is where I'd say we're hunting Bigfoot and that we are using live ammunition. But, um, well... Shoot, listeners, if you done heard my last dispatch, you know that I was in the middle of the desert in Arizona, allegedly. This bit here that I'm recording now is an insert. It's going to go at the beginning of the episode because if I don't record it, this episode ain't not going to make not lick a gosh darn sense. So, if you'll recall at the end of the last episode, this was the situation. One, I was uh, in a big old pit some kind of copper mine in Arizona, allegedly trying to hunt the Squatch while on the run from the FBI for my alleged role in the alleged sabotage of the so-called Supreme Court of the uh, alleged United States of the so-called America. Allegedly. Two, I was with a fellow by the name of Charles, who was on the run from the Atlanta Police Department, on account of him being heavily involved in the protest of some nonsense that they wanted to stop called Cop City. God, that sounds so square. Uh, Anyhow, three. Charles was convinced that there was some kind of cactus man chasing him through the desert. That sounded like ayahuasca talk to me, but... Anyhow, four. I was sitting in the pre-dawn twilight of an ethereal and unwavering otherness, watching the shadows move, playing across... My eyes as if there was moonbeams ricocheting off of the magnetism between our souls. And I saw something that made my blood run cold. It was Bigfoot poop. Five. Charles done ran off and hid amongst the mining equipment, and I sat myself down, had a snack, and recorded our whole last episode. Also, there's like a corpse or something. So that's about where I left things. I shipped my recording off to Jimbo using some kind of low-power, long-range radio, the LPLRR, or as I like to call it, the purple. And uh, that was something that Jimbo shipped my way, and so uh, after that I set off looking for Charles. And uh, what you're going to hear next is my search for Charles as it happened, picking up about 15 minutes after the last recording. Well, no, I guess what you're going to hear next is a word from the sponsor of today's episode. And then you'll hear my search for Charles. And then you'll hear some more from me right now. So, if my order of operations and recollections is correct, go on out and cut in a commercial and the episode here. Alright, Jimbo? And we can get back to it all later. My name is Josh, and I'm the voice of Jack from Expedition Sasquatch, and I wanted to take a moment to state a few things very clearly. I support the liberation of Palestine and unequivocally denounce the ongoing Israeli-led genocide of Palestinians. Cop City should never be built. It will never be built. Today's episode is brought to you by Georgia Mountain Coffee. This is a real company, not a joke for our podcast. 
They sell cryptid-themed coffee, including Bigfoot Brew, which was made especially for this podcast. I like to add a little bit of pumpkin spice to mine. You can find them online at georgiamountaincoffee.com. That's gamountaincoffee.com. Incidentally, we're looking for a few more sponsors for the show. We're trying to make our living making this and other wacky things. So visit us at expeditionsasquatch.org backslash sponsor for more information. Have a great day. Squatchers, I think I may be in some kind of trouble. I think I may be in some kind of trouble. I can't find Charles. I'm out of jerky. I drank all the water I could find, plus something brown that I thought might have been whiskey, but it wasn't. And that jerky made me even more thirsty, and I found some more evidence that raises some questions about my earlier theory that we were on the verge of discovering Bigfoot. And I'm going to down the whole foundation of my whole I think, well, does Bigfoot, why would he, there's, I just can't explain. Possibly there might be even more indicative truth that is derivative of some sort of other kind of early hominid creature. It might be a dead Soviet or some sort of. In for four. Hold for seven. Exhale for eight. Okay. Get it together, Jack. You're a damn professional. You've done more on less. You must find and kill the Bigfoot. Listeners, I apologize. The chill of the desert air, the days, weeks, possibly months of isolation, and the delirium of dehydration appear to have impacted my ability to effectively execute upon my task, my job, my responsibility, and that is that of a reporter, a seeker of truth, and I'm here to convey to you what I find. So, in that spirit, as calmly as I can manage, here is my current situation. Four, seven, eight. Charles, the man who saved me from my self-inflicted bondage and helped me to discover the life-giving jerky and water I so recently enjoying, is missing. And there is a human corpse here. The corpse has been picked clean. And I assume it was very old. Upon a closer inspection, I saw that it is wearing an Apple Watch. This led me to look a little bit more closely at my surroundings, and what I found has unsettled me greatly. I am in the middle of a giant open pit mine. There are some temporary buildings, erections, small and large and a lot of mining equipment, and a lot of nothing, as far as I can see, in any direction. Which isn't far, because it's dark, and the full moon casts hazy, shifting shadows all over this assemblage of equipment. It's almost like 
a dark procession. A coven of witches worshiping the moon at night. But, uh, anyhow, there, there's equipment. There uh, is bulldozers and earth movers and bobcats and even a few trucks. And I was going to steal borrow, borrow. I was going to, I was going to temporarily uh, appropriate for my survival. Allegedly, I was going to make use of one of them there trucks, and I found some keys, and I put them in the ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen, and I pressed the auto start button, and then uh, nothing happened. Now, look, man, I know trucks. I don't know many things, but there are three things I know real well. One, the love of a good man. God, I miss you, Skippy. <sighs> Number two, finding and killing Bigfoot. And C, trucks. So I stuck my head under the hood, right? Nothing wrong, not a thing. Checked the heads, the gaskets, the calipers, and every wire and plug and nut and bolt. Ain't shit worth the seeing. Then I noticed the puddle. The gas line had been pierced, punctured, lanced by a long thorn. And the gas was in a puddle under the vehicle. That shouldn't be possible. It was surgical. So I went to the next piece of equipment. And, well, it was the same story. A perfectly punctured line of gasoline. This was deliberate. This place that I had hoped would signal my salvation from starvation and dehydration in this half-assed nation in the desert seems to have um, been converted into a makeshift prison by which I can only assume uh, some manner of cactus person is my warden in this prison. That's right, listeners. It appears that Charles was entirely correct. God rest his soul wherever he may be. And that we are both in horrible danger. Thankfully, I'm packing heat. So tonight, my Bigfoot hunting faithful, I will find Charles. I will kill this cactus man, or whatever he is, and I will make it out of this godforsaken Arizona desert. Know allegedly about it. I hate being in Arizona, and I want to go home. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go do that. Charles? Chucky? Chucky? Where'd you run off to, man? I got a gun. We're going to kill this cactus creature. Alright, listeners, I have good news. I found Charles. He's dead. Well, okay, maybe it's not all good news, but I have news and some of it is good. First, I found Charles. And he is dead. And that's sad. But also, he's probably been effectively dead for days. What I found was less 
the body of a person named Charles, and more of a suit made of human skin what had exploded from the inside out in a spray of thorns and vegetable matter of Charles. As best I can tell, some kind of desert vegetable monster done Xenomorph Charles. To be honest, like, certain types of lettuce gives me heartburn, so I, I get it, you know. Anyhow, uh, that poor bastard probably never knew that he was infected. Or worse, maybe he did know and just chose not to tell me. I don't know. What's even worse, though, is maybe he did know and he did choose to tell me and I just wrote it off as dehydration-induced hysteria. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like he did say some things like, I feel like there are millions of vile creatures incubating within me, eating me from the inside out. And, and, if I disappear, don't come looking for me. Just run as far and as fast as you can. I mean, that just sounds like crazy talk, though, right? Could it be, listeners? Was he trying to warn me? Regardless, old Chucky's dead, and that's sad. But more importantly, I found a couple of gas cans. Hell yeah. And enough duct tape to patch that fuel line on one of them there trucks. You don't need a lot. And then I noticed behind the trucks a Komatsu D575A. Alright. This Komatsu is one of the largest pieces of heavy equipment ever constructed. Something I have actually dreamed of driving since the original prototype was launched in 91. It's effectively about 40 feet long, 20 feet tall, and the motherfucker was still fully operational. I'm telling you, it was Tonka truck for little kid Jack. But like, real. And big. And I was dependent on it for survival. Frankly, listeners, it gave me the tingles. And as I was sitting, thinking about the carnage this machine could wreck, (laughs) I was reminded of the noble Killdozer. Now, I don't have time to recount the whole Killdozer story here, but suffice it to say that if I'm going to be trapped in an unimaginably huge open pit mine in the Arizona desert with some kind of vegetable monster that posed as my salvation while slowly consuming my friend from the inside out. I'm going to do it heavily armed and from the driver's seat of one of the largest pieces of earth-moving equipment ever constructed. A true living destruction machine. So, uh, Squatchers, This might be the last you hear of me. If it is, know that I went out doing what I love. Killing cryptids and just absolutely wrecking shit in a big bulldozer. (laughs) Yeehaw! It's uh, Jack here again, from the beginning of the episode, because it's only been about 15 seconds since I done recorded the bit you heard at the beginning of the episode. I didn't ever actually find the Cactus Man, or whatever it was that had been terrorizing Charles, God rest his soul, and ultimately murdered him by turning his insides into his outsides, and uh, merging him with what looked to be turnip greens. I did, however, drive that big old bulldozer straight across the mine, out and several miles into town, just a shouting and shooting and hooting and having myself the best damn time. <laughs> yeah. 
Needless to say, I was arrested for trespassing, theft, and was nearly held on suspicion of murder until the sheriff himself done exploded and a few dozen tiny cactus men came climbing out of him. With my reputation as a specialist in the field of cryptid extermination, I was considering that I was the only one who knew how to use the flamethrower, so I did so. Amongst my personal effects, I had several uh, tools of um, cryptid management. The deputies released me, deputized me, (laughs) in a sense, and let me get rid of the scourge of the cactus people. They helped me get some new identification papers, booked me passage back to LJ, (laughs) and a company called Landgate aboard something called the Titan Subterranean... Subter subterrain is let me look at the papers real quick. Landgate Titan Subterrain Exploration Vehicle. Huh. Sounds promising. Maybe we can get to meet some mole folks. Anyhow, I'm heading home, everybody. Uh listeners, it's been great. And I'll catch you next time on Expedition Sasquatch. <laughs> Expedition Sasquatch will return soon with the first half of another gripping adventure in a week or four. It's the holiday season. We'll play it by ear. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sponsoring us. Visit ExpeditionSasquatch.org backslash sponsor for more information. Expedition Sasquatch is brought to you by a Creative Commons CC by SA 4.0 license. Our theme music today was Everybody's Crazy About the Dog on Blues, but I'm happy by the Wilbur Sweatman Jazz Band. You can find more Expedition Sasquatch at ExpeditionSasquatch.org and catch our TV show from New LJ Television. There you go.